Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for coming back. I know I did not have an episode last week. I was extremely busy, so I decided to just take little breaksies so I could have plenty of time to make sure that the next episode would be quality for you guys. So let's jump right into the weekly recap before we get to the topic. Like always, you know the drill. More recent stuff is the NBA playoffs are finally underway with round one completed and round two getting started again. Um, The Lakers beat the Memphis Grizzlies. Ja Morant had a hand injury during the game. His status is unknown and also Giannis with the Bucks had an injury to his back and as of Monday afternoon we saw that he did have an MRI and it came back fine so hopefully he'll be able to get back out on the floor. The Golden State Warriors lost their first round game to the Sacramento Kings. Their second game is today, which is Monday. I'm recording this Monday, so their second game was technically, when you're listening to this, yesterday. And tomorrow, the U.S. men's soccer team takes on Mexico. So we are Christian Pulisic fans. Also, very recently, Odell Beckham Jr. joins the Baltimore Ravens, and it is in question, there's questions surrounding that choice, and whether or not that was a move to keep Lamar Jackson at the Ravens. We also learned that Monday, April 17th, Jalen Hurts from the Philadelphia Eagles secured a five-year, $255 million extension, which also includes $179.3 million guaranteed, and it is the biggest contract in NFL history. With the extension, there does come a no-trade clause. Over the weekend, we've also seen some more incidents of gun violence. And according to the Gun Violence Archive 2023, and it was updated April 17th, so yesterday, Monday, um, the total number of gun violence deaths is now 12,379. And there has been 164 total mass shootings so far in 2023. That about wraps up the weekly recap. So let's get right into today's topic. So today's topic will kind of be my take and my views of situationships and I know it's a very new thing in society and it's not, it's kind of evolved from like the talking stage to situationships and they're a little bit different, kind of the same. It's all confusing. (laughs) If you've ever experienced a situationship before, I am hoping that you have come out of it at some point, whether it ended on a good note or a bad note, because I think my knowledge of situationships is just you don't want to be in one one way or the other if you don't know what a situationship is it's kind of when 
two people aren't really sure about where they stand with each other. Like, their feelings and sometimes it's like with defining their relationship type thing, they may not know where they stand with each other. And that's kind of where they're in a pickle almost and a situation has occurred. Hence, situationship. I would say when I was growing up, but I'm still growing up, but when I was younger, so like middle school, junior high type thing, it was, it wasn't really a situationship. It was more of, oh, you're talking to someone. And that kind of like is still around, but people call it situationship now more often. Talking back then, like I'm talking right now. I could be having conversations with someone and say, oh yeah, we're like, we're talking. Yeah, I'm having a conversation with them. That's what I'm doing. But when I was younger, when you'd say, oh yeah, I'm talking with someone, it's like you're talking, (laughs) like in quotes, like I'm air quoting right now. It's kind of hard to explain. Like unless you were a kid back in the time of the talking stage, it's kind of a process to understand. If you were a kid back then and know what I'm talking about, you understand the difficulty of like giving it a definition and explaining it. So back then, in a sense, it was almost date like dating without labels yet or knowing whether or not you guys are like officially dating each other or whatever. And that was kind of like the talking stage. And here's the thing, like back in junior high, middle school and everything, like I went to a bigger public school. So there was a lot of people, but it was small enough where you knew of most of your grade and you probably had the same friend group for middle school, junior high, and then high school. And so you'd kind of be friends with them, acquaintances maybe, you know, you don't hang out in groups, whatever. And then maybe you start texting them outside of the group chat or hanging out with them outside of the group and stuff. It may be like flirting and whatever. And that I think is where like just, oh yeah, we're friends, to like the talking stage. That's kind of where the line dissolved into the other line, I guess. But yeah, that was like in middle school. But now, nowadays, it's it's still kind of like talking to them, but I don't like to use that because it's just very confusing. And I, I wouldn't say I'm like an adult yet, but as a 20-year-old, as a young adult, older teenager, um, this odd stage in life. I feel like saying, oh yeah, I'm talking to someone is a little cringy. (laughs) I'm gonna be honest. Like, yeah, I'm talking to them. I'm having a conversation. But is it like flirty texting? Or like, oh yeah, like I want to get to know you more. Or like, yeah, like I want to get to know you more in a sense that maybe we could date or something. Like, there's that, and then there's just literally having a friend, a friendly conversation with someone. And so now, I think there was a shift where everyone who was in the hype of the talking stage, quote-unquote, I think everyone kind of shifted into this whole, oh, it's a situationship. Not a relationship, not a friendship, <laughs> a situationship. Somewhere in between. That's like the best I could explain what a situationship is. So, I guess in simpler terms, it's a situationship is comparable to quote unquote the talking stage. But then there's also 
situationships where it could be like a friends with benefits type thing or it can be very complicated. It can be where person A may like person B, but person B doesn't like person A, but they have like friendship or something and person A may want to date person B, but person B doesn't want to date person A or person A and B both like each other, both know that the other likes them, but neither of them have like the balls to say anything or are maybe getting mixed signals. It's it's complicated. It's a complicated thing depending on who you are and who the other person is. I think that's kind of where my old-fashioned thinking comes in. I think it's played a major role in forming the whole concept of the talking stage or a situationship is social media and how much we are communicating with each other. Before we had like Snapchat, Instagram and texting and all that stuff, like people wouldn't be texting or interacting with each other digitally and not face to face so often. So they would have a chance to miss the other person since they're not interacting with them 24-7. And when you're interacting with someone 24-7, not in person, you still like learn stuff about them and build some sort of relationship. Like not a romantic relationship, but like a friendship or bond of some sort. So you form that over texting, snapchatting, whatever. And then I think what a lot of people struggle with, with this whole talking thing and situationship, is that once they start to do stuff in person, they may get different vibes. Because body language, first of all, is a huge thing. And you don't really get body language over Snapchat or texting. I also think how people say things, like the tone or maybe sarcasm and stuff like that, it's very hard to tell that over your phone and not in person. And I think there's a connection. I think the connections you make digitally and then in person are different. What I'm trying to say is that the situationship and talking stage type thing is almost like a in-between or a random void place before like a actual relationship. And, you know, some people don't like or don't want to completely define their relationship or put titles on it and whatnot. And that's fine. If that, like, that works for you, that's fine. I think I'm I'm talking more of, like, 90% of the population and, like... So basically what I'm saying is that situationships and the talking stage and everything, I think, kind of stem from the fact that people digitally may not say what they really want to say compared to in person and then also like responses if person a were to text person b something like oh i think you're really cute or something person b has all the time in the world to respond to person a with a carefully formulated response. But in person, if person A were to say that to person B, oh, you're like, you're really cute. Person B in person can't be like, time out, let me just formulate the best response I can give you. Because maybe person B isn't interested in person A. And so over 
text or whatever, person B could take 10 minutes and be, thanks, or, I don't know, it's not super formulated response, but, like, they can think about it. They have time to think and whatever. But, like, in person, like, they'd have to say what they're thinking. But over text, they could kind of withhold the truth or omit part of the truth type things or, like, keep important parts out that are important. That's, that's, that's basically my take. In my opinion, I think the main problem that puts people into these situationships slash talking stages is that their communication is not clear at all or that they themselves don't know what they want. Like that's basically what it is. Like situationships and talking stages, 90% of it is because of confusion. I think another part of the problem is that people always try to figure out what the other person is feeling or thinking. I think that's where stuff it gets misconstrued and then when you start to communicate in a different way, things aren't as clear anymore and you're kind of stuck in that limbo. I would say that there's two-ish different type of situationships. Just from an outsider point of view, I think there's two different types of situationships. There's a situationship, we'll call it situationship A. Situationship A, why is there an ant on my desk here? Um, okay, ant is squished. Anyway, I think like in situation A is just maybe two people that are maybe acquaintances or friends starting to get to know each other and they're starting to get to know each other on a deeper level, more intimate level with the intention of dating or the possibility of it in the future type thing, or seeing where it goes. Situationship B is more of the friends with benefits, commitment issues, and trauma, and stuff like that. I think that's situationship B. So situationship A is comparable to the general flow of how one goes from knowing someone to dating them. Situationship B, I think, is where more of the, I wouldn't say issues or problems, but I would definitely say where most of the differences are being highlighted compared to the similarities that people in situationship A have. From an outsider point of view, a lot of situation B is because one or both people may not be committed enough or want to be committed, but have some sort of bond with the other person that it's hard for them to let go even though they aren't really full into commitment type thing. And then there's also past trauma stuff which there's all different kinds I'm not gonna go into that but stuff like that can cause people's walls to go up but you're still like bonded with that other person but your walls are guard like you're guarded. So there's that aspect of situation should be and I think the, I feel like those are like the two most common things. So that was kind of my take on how I would define or explain to someone what a situationship is. It's very complicated, but I'm definitely for like situationship type A and not situationship type B. And I think most people will hopefully agree situationship type B just seems a little bit problematic, maybe slightly toxic. A little unhealthy, 
um, you know, and that can happen with any type of relationship, but in that sense, it's not good. But like in general, if I could skip the situationship part, that would be a-okay with me. I would love, I would pay big bucks to skip the situationship. And I know I probably talked about this in my like relationships episode a couple episodes back, but just going from like friends or acquaintances and talking, not really necessarily the talking stage, because I think the talking stage is like more of like informal dating without the labels, basically. But I think talking in general, like having reg- like normal conversations and whatever to kind of get to know the person and then that kind of going directly but gradually still into like dating, that's like lacks the situationship, which is good. We, we want that. At least I do. I mean, I hope, I feel like a lot of a majority would say that they want that because it's not as stressful and not as time consuming or energy consuming. Hopefully that made sense. I feel like I say that in every episode, but that's, that's kind of my take. My best advice would be just to avoid situationships as much as possible. And your definition of a situationship may look different from mine. So how you identify whether or not you're in one may be a little bit tricky if you're going off of what your definition is compared to mine. But I think there is a point where at some point you can be like, this doesn't feel right. Like something's off. And that's kind of when I think everyone knows that they're in some sort of limbo, some sort of situation. Hence, situationship. Any hoosies. Yeah, that's about it. I would love to hear what your guys' thoughts are about on situationships and what your guys' take may be on them or what your guys' definitions are. Hop over to Instagram and follow at, as I was saying, to kind of keep up with me in the podcast and share your thoughts with moi. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you guys later. 